Hey there, Paula here. Just wanted to jump in really quickly and let you know that right now at the time of this podcast launch, the breakthrough program doors are open. So if you have been looking for an opportunity to learn a step-by-step system to help you get over the overwhelm, if you're looking for a community of like-minded photographers who are going through the same struggles as you, and if you're looking to have guidance and mentorship from someone who's been there and done it all before, then please make sure that you jump into paulabrennan.com.au forward slash breakthrough to find how you can join in this program that's going to be starting in the next week. So don't miss out on your opportunity to learn side by side in this three month intense program. So make sure you jump in to paulabrennan.com.au forward slash breakthrough or follow the show notes to be able to find out more details. So today I'm lucky enough to welcome one of my lovely, who I would now call friends, and that's Alison McWhorter. Alison's a personal branding photographer down in Melbourne, in Australia. And I wanted to bring her in because I was really interested on hearing another photographer talk about their transition going all in on personal branding. So thank you so much for joining me today, Alison. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to our chat as well. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. Right. Well, let's, what I might do is actually get you to take me back to post-pandemic Alison McWhorter photography. So can you just take me back there so everyone can get a sense of where you were at and what you were doing and what you were offering back then? Yes. Well, I was sort of a uh, generalist photographer, I guess, is the catch-all phrase. Um, So I was everything to everyone. (laughs) And I think... I think a lot of photographers find themselves in there. You're just so excited to be getting into business and, you know, you need to make a livelihood for yourself. So you just take on anything really to get some, you know, runs on the board. And I I was getting runs on the board. I I was uh, creating a nice livelihood for myself. But, um, yeah, I was doing everything, weddings, events, products, um, corporate portraiture, uh, what else? Architecture. I actually started off in architectural photography. Yeah, I was just running myself ragged. Not just that. I mean, I loved all of the photography I was doing and I, I still love the variety of skills that I have. But the problem for me was I just felt like I was going from job to job to job and I didn't have a business. I didn't have... I wasn't in the driver's seat of my business. You know, I I didn't have a vision before me. I was just, you know, week after week, oh, what have I got on this week? So I became quite disillusioned with um, the whole notion of of being a business owner. I actually didn't feel like a very clever business owner at all. Yeah, I remember our first conversation when we spoke and that was something that was really obvious because Guys, I have to say to you, when I looked at your website, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is such a technician. Your work was exquisite, like Mm. to the point that you'd perfected everything to do with lighting and posing when you had people and your capabilities, your range was enormous. (laughs) But I was so surprised when you kept saying that to me that you said that you you didn't feel like a business owner because I was like, hang on a second, this girl has got game. Like, (laughs) Yeah, and it's just... I mean, it was really hard when I came to that conclusion within myself. I'd been sort of, I guess, telling myself otherwise just to get through. But 
it was heartbreaking actually because I was really not liking what I was doing anymore and I'd been dreaming of being a professional photographer since my teens and I sort of went off and did another career and then in my um, mid-30s came back to it and I was like finally thinking oh I'm gonna have my dream and then it sort of just wasn't turning out like that so it was really heartbreaking for me at the time but I kind of knew that I wanted to go into the area of personal branding photography I'd sort of taken a step back at the end of 2019 and for the first time I'd sort of thought of themselves and when I thought about it in those terms it was other women in business and the shoots that I loved were the ones where I would rock up and it was sort of like a profile portrait shoot or a corporate portrait shoot and then I would just add in let's do this shot let's go outside and do a little bit of a a walk down the street or you know whatever it may have been and I just I didn't realize it at the time but I was doing personal branding what is now called the genre of personal branding photography I just wasn't labeling it as anything at the time but that was the they were the shoots that I really loved doing and so when I thought about my business in those in that in that way the clarity came about but we also then had a pandemic (laughs) right and I want to give a little bit of context here because where Alison lives if any of you are living overseas you know probably how harsh the lockdowns were in Australia, but particularly in the state that you live in, it was the most lockdown sector of the world, I think, in 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we were. We have that claim. <laughs> we were the most Ooh. lockdown city on earth. So can I yeah. take you to that point where that drop-off point was, I guess, where you sort of decided to kind of go all in? And can you sort of talk me through what was happening for you in that moment because I think we come at this from a slightly different perspective in that I grew up in a family that was photographers and I started at a really young age and so I re-navigated and specialized a few times through my career and for me I was always looking at it from a lifestyle and a financial perspective like that sort of guided me through the journey. I had less of a yearning for the artistry if you will yeah because I'd always seen photography as a business yeah so for you who had a passion for photography for the artistry of it and I'm not saying that I don't have that passion but I didn't see it the same way if that makes sense yeah look I mean if I look back to when I first had the notion of like let's completely redo my life over and become a photographer I wasn't even thinking in terms of business and I don't have business experience. Up until that point, I I had a science degree and I worked in public health policy for the government. So I'd never had any exposure to a small business, let alone running one. And then I was coming into a a completely new industry, a creative industry as a mid-30-year-old woman. And I was also, (laughs) I'd also moved cities so I had I was pushing stuff uphill, <laughs> but I, I sort of just went, which is very unlike me. I just went with it. You know, I'm usually much more strategic in my approach to things, but I just, I don't know, I just went with it. And so I wasn't really thinking about business. I was just thinking I want to be a photographer. But it, it soon became apparent to me to earn a good livelihood, you really do have to have that business now. So you really do have to 
get your straps on with you know business processes and things like that so it's um, a hard one I have the same like conversation with photographers all the time is like you literally spend years getting your skill set up and then all of a sudden you're really good craftsman you're taking awesome photos you've got a beautiful space and all of that but then you might have crickets in your calendar <laughs> Yeah, and it's sort of like someone very early on told me, well, how did they phrase it? They said, you need to be a, a business person who is in the business of photography and not a photographer who's in business. Mm-hmm. And that kind of always stuck with me because it's like, oh, if anything, and if I had my time over, I would definitely have put much more effort into the business side of things. It did become very Um, apparent to me quite quickly that I needed to really up my game in the business side of things and I really needed to define my service and you know what I wanted to provide as as a really good service to my clients and up until that point I just felt like I I wasn't and I was very disillusioned and then yeah we had I had the big break with with lockdowns and things and I looked at that as hard as it was I don't want to go through that again but it gave me the time and space that I needed to really put in place, you know, my new business structure, the systems and processes that I needed to be able to deliver now um, personal branding photography. Do you mind me talking a little bit about that phone call? No, go ahead. (laughs) Because I think that was one of the biggest impactful conversations that I'd had as a business coach or anything up until then, chatting with other people, because at the end of our conversation, there was such a huge sense and feeling of relief that you were finally going to find a solution. And that I think you said something like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for you or something like that. Do you remember that, what you said? Yeah, I I do, because there are many photographers in the space that go on to do mentoring and education, and I'd never gravitated to to them. They were always in a different space. It was either weddings or it was portraiture, and there was nothing in the space that I was looking for, which was like helping essentially other business people, right? So it was actually, I, I was starting to articulate my ideas around personal branding to another business colleague, Um, And she was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then the next week she sent me (laughs) a link to your website, Paula. And I had a look and she, she said, I think this is what you were describing you wanted to do. Have a look at this um, photographer that's on the Sunshine Coast. And of course, I just devoured your website and then sort of stalked you on social media and downloaded all of your guides. And, And finally, there was a guide that we talked about the business of personal branding photography and that's when I was like oh gosh not only does this photographer know her stuff how clever is she with her marketing and I was like oh I've got so much to learn from her and the way that your uh, free downloadable read we got on the phone and because I'd seen you on videos and everything I was like I felt like I already knew you I was like oh hey Paula how are you going <laughs> And then realised, I'm like, I actually never spoken to this person before. Yeah, Breakthrough was exactly the, the course, the online mentoring that I needed at exactly the right time. I wanted to ask you about the point where you actually go all in on branding because there's definitely a significant shift for you. I know there was one for me 
for me, it was literally coming in one day and just feeling so overwhelmed that I said to the girls, um, that's it, I've had it. I'm ready to to close the studio for a while. Mine was definitely precipitated by a, a desire to get my freedom back and to have my life back. Can I ask you what was your main motivation, I guess, for sort of trying to get rid of everything else? And what, what did that feel like, that tipping off point where you kind of went, yeah, that's it, this is for me? Um, yeah, well, look, it, it really was that whole, I felt really disillusioned by anything. I was, I just wasn't happy. I just wasn't happy. I was, you know, meant to be carving out this lifestyle for myself and I, I just wasn't. And I didn't want to, I've never not wanted to do photography, but I was at a point where I didn't want to have a business anymore. Yeah, right. And, and that was very sad. So it, it was that moment of like, okay, I guess for me, it wasn't such a, you know, line in the sand until I was in lockdown. I guess before that, you know, at the end of 2019, I was like, oh, I think this is the direction I want to go. So let's just have a look and see what's going on in this space. And, you know, but still need to be doing work. So it's sort of like, I still need to take on the roles and the jobs that I was getting, even though they weren't exactly what I wanted to do anymore. I had no audience to say, hey guys, now I'm going to be a personal branding photographer. You know what I mean? So I was kind of, um, you know, still having to do a bit of a transition. Having said that, I think the lockdowns and everything were a godsend in some ways, because that was the moment that I was like, when I come out of this, that's who I want to be known as. I want to be known as a personal branding photographer. So I need to have everything in place, my own branding and my own, you know, my own personal brand in place to then be able to go, hey, I'm launching now that we're out of lockdowns again. And this is what I'm doing. So it felt like for me that I was actually starting, starting all over again. But that was a great feeling for me. And my feel scary to some people to do that. But for me, well, it's exactly what I needed. I feel like a, a, a very different business person to what I was prior to, you know, two years ago. I feel like a lot of people have had that reset in some ways, but maybe they just haven't been able to have that kind of clear cut. You know, they still had to come out of it and, and are still sort of maybe navigating the changes. I mean, they talk about the great resignation, but I think that for a lot of creatives, it's the same, even though you might be following a path that you love, you might hit a stage in your business where you're just like, you don't want to go back to the business model that you had necessarily. So it's like, how do I forge a new way forward? And I mean, I'd like to ask what you would say are probably the main defining features that make you feel like a more organized business person now. So let's go into that and just talk about those elements. Yeah, I think the the biggest um, turning point in, in doing all of that work was when I really did define who my ideal client is. And, you know, I've heard that before <laughs> and I kind of brushed it off as a bit of a whatever, but I made myself sit down um, and it took a couple of days for me to write out this long, big story about, and her name's Sophie, about who she was and what she did. And when I got crystal clear about that, my own voice, my own brand voice suddenly just emerged. 
and I could talk to the people I needed to talk to. I have such goosebumps because I remember that moment too. (laughs) Yeah, it's really important. And, you know, I had written off that stuff as wiffly waffly, you know, marketing stuff to my own discredit because, you know, got me, you know, held me back. Um, But when you can kind of define that everything changes, it really did for me. And you know um, how different I look online now to how I, (laughs) when you first saw me, but also too, like, I mean, everything that I do is in mind of, of that ideal client you know in terms of what I include in my packages where I was and where I am now for so long I used to allow the clients to tell me what they were wanting and they in most cases really didn't know they know they need images but beyond that they can't really articulate Mm -hmm. and so I was expecting clients to tell me so that I could then create like a package for them and work up the costings and all of this and that and rah, rah, and I'd be doing my head in <laughs> every time I went to quote. And so, which is a little bit necessary in a commercial space because there is some elements where, you know, it does change depending on what the client's needs are. But when I got really crystal clear about the packages I wanted to provide, it made it so much easier to talk to my clients and get them to fit themselves into one of those packages. Mm. Um, So it's not like I was dictating to them that you must have this or you must have that and that's all I'm ever going to provide to you. There is still some area around the edges to massage. You know, some clients have particular needs and others you know just fit really neatly into the package and that's all they want and they don't want to think any further but it just made my job so much easier and my confidence level in communicating that to my clients is unbelievable and it goes from you know just how I communicate it through on my website you know if I'm doing posts on social media or whatever and then by the time I'm actually speaking to my clients they're already somewhat educated on what they need and they've already the time over the line right they're just literally they've already yeah they've already gone I really want to work with you because it looks like you know what you're doing (laughs) you've got the thing that I need um and you know you've you've presented it in that way um so yeah by the time you're getting on the phone to someone to do what would be called a sales call, but it doesn't feel like a sale. I'm not selling anything. I know, know right? Having, yeah, yeah. You're just I'm kind having... of qualifying each other, right? And just saying, yeah. hey, do we fit? And I say that to people all the time. Then it becomes a matter of saying, do we fit? Are we good for each other? And yeah. price becomes irrelevant, right? It does. And you're you're talking in terms of when we do this and this is the type of clothing you're going to wear on the shoot and these are the props you're going to have and we're going to shoot here. And they're already visualising it as much as you are. And I tend to get quite excited when I'm talking to people on the phone because it's just such a, it's, it's such a great moment when they've taken that step to, you know, do something for them and their businesses and elevate themselves so that they can sort of, you know, reach more people, connect with more people. And, you know, as personal branding photographers, we're a really important element, a really important piece of that. And I think that's a big thing for me too, is that I didn't value that 
quite as much as what I do now, you know, and I think uh, one of your exercises, the value setting exercises was really, really good for me because I kind of just brushed all of that stuff off <laughs> in the past. Um, I didn't really put a value on it. It's really funny. Like there's certain points when, when I'm working like in that program, in the breakthrough program, and I know that people want to skirt across it. And I'm like, this is where you need to spend an entire weekend. You need to, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm not like trying to be, but it's like, you you do need to immerse yourself sometimes in some, some things you skate over. And yeah. that's the one, literally, that's why I call it that program, the breakthrough that you need that will unlock all of the rest of the stuff. And I think the one word that you said to me there, which I find the most impactful is that you were saying that you've got confidence in your packaging, confidence in your languaging, confidence on the sales calls, confidence when you're going to a photo shoot, you're not second guessing yourself anymore or feeling all over the shop. Am I right in saying that? Absolutely. And do you know what? When I think about it, it's just me. Like, like I'm me. I finally feel like I'm not, you know, kind of doing beforehand. I was like trying to work out who I am as a photographer. Um, and it sounds simple, doesn't it? It's like you just you go through through um, breakthrough and and all of the exercises and then you, you come out of it and go, actually, this is just, this is me. But I feel so much confident now in just, you know, sharing myself with with potential clients. And um, that's the way it should be, really. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. I just want to iterate here, and this might not even make it to the podcast, but the photographer, you know, you were talking about your website before and afterwards is when I looked at your website before I saw an amazing technician and now I see a beautiful connecting photographer who will serve my needs, do you know? like, yeah. And that's the difference I think is that there's so many people out there that their websites are amazing but there's no personality there's nothing that stands out and so I think even just in learning how to do branding you become a better brander for yourself right oh absolutely and do you know what the people we're talking to want some of that expertise as well so mm -hmm. I think um, the majority of people come to me because they do see um, my website or they do see what I'm doing on social media and they're like oh, okay, you know what you're doing in this space. Uh, and I mean, we're learning all the time. I'm still learning. I've just learned how to do reels, you know, in the last week. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so um, it's the difference between because there are many, many fantastic people that produce great images. But how do you stand out amongst those? And how do you connect with clients? Because if, if it was the case of people just wanted images, you know, we'd all be making a lot of money. You know, as photographers, you know, many of us struggle at times. And what is it? It's because we don't have the connection that we need to really, um, you know, pull in the people into our worlds, you know. So, and that's what every business owner is trying to do. And so if we can do it for ourselves, we've got a lot more than just being able to provide pretty images to people. We, uh, you know, like I've, I've been on shoots where I'm just now naturally talking about, oh, you could do this with your image and have you thought about doing this? And, you know, and, and people are wide-eyed and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds awesome, you know, and it's not, and we're not talking about the images per se, we're talking about content, you know, yeah. so... 
I talk, I talk about that a lot, like that win-win-win solution where you become a better marketer, you in turn get to grow your business, then you also get to impact other people's businesses by helping them to show more of themselves and it impacts everybody's family and lifestyle as a, as a result. You know, like I think that's one of the key things for me. You talked to me recently about sitting down, we were having a coffee and you were telling me about this client story that you had and you had like that aha moment. Do you remember telling me that story where you just re- realized that you're working with your ideal client? Do you know that aha moment? Ah, oh, yeah. 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 And so um, like, you know, like how that impacted you, you know, when you're sort of part of her business now, like she's talking to you like that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was just, I mean, she's up-leveling her game and she had been in business for quite a while, very successful, but of course, COVID hit, suddenly things are having to go online and she's having to really build up an online presence. There's always a moment, I think, during shoots where people ease into it and you just have this moment where you're like, oh, they've really got it now that like there's always nervous anxiousness at the start and I always tell people because you know everyone says to you I hate being photographed (laughs) and I I always my response to that is you know you know you need this for your business there is an element of enthusiasm there for you and that's what personal branders work with we like you're nervous fearful but you're excited about what's what the possibilities are lying ahead and you know you need to go through this process which could be really hard for you to be stepping in front of the camera a lot of people aren't that confident in front of the camera but when you've got someone who knows that they need to do it for their business that's that's a certain energy that you can really work with and I see this transition that happens so often during a shoot I'm not sure if you um have the same feeling of this energy Every shoot, yeah. I say, it's like, you know, we've hit that point. You're in, you're, you're in your zone now. You're in your yeah, zone. Yeah, they're in the zone. And it becomes fun. Like, I'm, you know, it becomes more like, you know, oh, now we're just dressing up and, you know, having fun for the day kind of thing. And, you know, there's lots of laughter and giggles and stuff. Um, and I love that. I, I just, that's what I, that feeds my energy is when I get to that point. And, um, yeah, I've, I love that during a shoot and and I are a bit the same in that I I was speaking to a client about this on the way back from a shoot and it was like five o'clock in the evening and I I was drinking a diet coke because I don't drink coffee and I said to her oh I'm no good after three o'clock in the afternoon and she looked at me and she's like oh you're on my photo shoot and (laughs) and I said no 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 I said this feeds my soul this lights me up and this gives me energy sitting on a computer all day kind of can suck the energy and the life out of me even though I'm a bit of a marketing geek but but I like working with people and seeing them have those sorts of transitions you know even for me as an educator but more so watching people through it during a photo shoot and watching their confidence rise and watching them come out of their shell and watching them do things that three hours ago, they would have gone, no way. <laughs> yes, and it, and it literally is, they become the rock star of their own shoot. You know, they, they are, you know, like, yeah, I often have this this uh, phrase that I'm, I'm using. I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm not even having to tell you what to do. You're just like hitting the poses for me <laughs> like um and so yeah you see it it's that stepping into their confidence and um in that moment um and look 
you've you've photographed me before so I know um, now on the other side it's that moment where you just feel kind of invincible and you're just like yeah I can do this this is great I, like I'm just you know living my best life right now so and that's that's such a great feeling I hope people hold on to that for at least you know a week or so after after a shoot they definitely do and then they get another little bump when they see their photos and then when they get the bump you know when someone gives them a like or they get positive feedback and reinforcement when they're posting their photographs and better still when they start to see money dropping into their bank account as a result of having invested in the in the photo shoot, there's so many yeah. of my clients which will literally go, I can attribute that shift and that turn that turning corner in my business, in my own business confidence, I can attribute that to the financial success of that calendar, that business year. Yeah, I mean, it allows them to think about a bigger game, doesn't it? Like when you are finally feeling confident enough to turn up online because you've got images that you really love and you're proud to share, you find that you are, yeah, just starting to have a bigger vision for yourself um, and your business. Bigger vision. Bigger vision. Let's talk about that. What's your bigger vision for your business now that you've got, uh, (laughs) you're fully armed and ready? (laughs) Yeah, look, you know, I mean, I guess coming out of the lockdowns and Melbourne's still a little bit turbulent, as is all around the place so um, it is still a little bit of a transition for me but um, as I said before um, all all of what I'm doing now is focusing on being the go-to personal branding photographer in my area Um, and so that's that's what I'm focusing on and concentrating on that's not to say and this is for you know those photographers who are thinking that oh gosh how can you just go from you know doing this type of photography to suddenly something else. It doesn't, well, from, in my experience, it hasn't happened like that. I, I still have people that know me um, from, you know, five years ago when I did such and such. And for those people, I will still do the photography that they need. Hey, I'm going to be fully transparent here. I'm driving three hours tomorrow to shoot a wedding for one of my personal brand clients. But you know what? I didn't have to take the job on. And she asked me with like bated breath. I think she was like, oh, I'd love to have you do it. And there's a whole story behind my relationship with this beautiful client that goes long beyond uh, now, beyond just the simple personal branding shoot that we had together. And I, but I get to choose to say yes to that job. I don't feel compelled to say yes anymore because my boundaries are so clear yes you know she felt like she had to beg me to do it in the email which I found quite interesting but I get I'm saying yes because I want to do it not because I feel like I have to yeah and that is the difference you so that's so true I mean I've already I've already said no to quite a few jobs whereas before like I'd be like, oh my God, no, I don't know when the next paycheck's coming. I'd better, I'd better take say yes to that. And now it feels like, you know, pretty good to be able to say, oh, actually I'm not doing that anymore. 
or here's another photographer that's going to be more suited to that job for you. Um, but you know, you're right. There are some long-standing clients that you would you just do what they need. Um, I've never been uh, family photography. Family family photography and, and babies are things that I always <laughs> steered clear of, even though I was doing a whole heap of different type of photography. But there have been occasions where really good clients have come to me and said, you know, can you do family shoot? And of course, of course I would I would um, say, yep, happy to do that for you because that's just also building that relationship and maintaining a relationship with your clients. Just coming back to where you said, to those moments where you actually say no to clients, do you find, I don't know, for me personally now, the strength in saying no is always reinforced by an other opportunity that comes up that had I said yes to that first thing, I wouldn't have been able to say yes or energetically I believe that that wouldn't have come in. So the power of sort of saying no opened up a world of yeses for me. Yeah, I I truly believe that because at the time sometimes you're like, should I be saying no? Oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then it's... (laughs) It is so funny. It would be like within 24 hours, something else comes along and you've totally forgotten about <laughs> like that one that you had to say no to yeah, right. um, because it just didn't feel right. And I think that's saying putting something out there into the universe as well. Like don't do it if you don't. Yeah, and it's saying like I, I, I'm worth more than this or I don't this is not for me anymore and it's okay. I give myself permission to say no to your needs so that I can say yes to my own. Absolutely, yeah. That is that is the fundamental part of all of that is to, it is okay to put your own needs before, before others. Mm, yeah. And it's not in some cases really necessary. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think that kind of wraps up really nicely what we've been talking about in that, you know, really zoning in on the type of clients that you love to work with, you find that, I don't know, we've we've talked and touched about it, but for me personally, they feed my energy, they feed my soul, they energise me rather than deplete me. And yeah. it wasn't anybody's fault that in past lives or past iterations of my career that I've gone through burnout or depletion, that was me allowing that to happen. That was me not listening to that gut instinct. But I think that you know, stepping into a space where you're really clear about working with who you want to work with, who lights you up, all of those phrases that we hear, that we say all the time, but legit doing it, <laughs> it can give yeah. you a life, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, on a on a personal branding, a big, big shoot, you know, like I come home like exhausted, but just so full, you know, like it's just a completely different experience um I would bend over backwards from from for um the clients that I'm bringing into my world because they're really great (laughs) they really are I really love them um and that feels really good is there anything else that you'd like to say to anybody who's out there listening because we do have quite a decent lot of people I check my numbers so for those of you who are listening religiously every week thank you so much for your support Um, but I wanted to ask you is there anything else you'd say to anybody who's maybe fearful or sitting on the edge or living in a small town where they think there mightn't be a market, any of that? Is there anything you'd like to say to other photographers out there who might be where you were a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think the greatest gift that I've given to myself is to ask for help and to seek 
seek out expertise and guidance and support because I hadn't done that up until um, that point. And it's changed everything for me. Sometimes you need to uh, have that external influence to help you find your path and to help you grow. You can't, you can't always do it on your own. You really can't. And um, I'm, I'm someone that doesn't ask for help a lot. And it's been a big moment in my life to, to be able to do that and obviously to find you, Paula. So that would be my biggest take-home message. If you are sitting there feeling negative, feeling like you haven't found your way or you've lost your way or um, feeling yeah, disillusioned is a really good word, just just find the help that you need because it can change everything for you. Yeah, my podcast episode last week was about this, about the mentors that have shaped my life. And yeah, I really think that being able to find whoever it is, whatever that looks like, but being able to find somebody who's done it before and who can help you, guide you and, and show you the path that's like, yeah, really, really helpful. So thanks for sharing that, Alison. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate your time and your energy today. It's been really enlightening for me because sometimes I think you go on and, you know, I've been sort of heavy in promo mode and all of that for the, for the, for the course. And so I think to be able to hear back from you, that reinforcement and that validation for me as an educator, as a, as a mentor that, you know, this was the impact that it was able to have in your life is, is really, really cool for me. <laughs> Yeah, it has been a major, major impact. Um, huge turning point. There's, you know, a handful of huge turning points in your life, and this has been a huge one for me. So thank you for, so much for all of your time and your guidance, expertise, your love, support. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Except for that. <laughs>